When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Happy Thursday, America. Welcome to your home away from the madness, at least for the next three hours. It's the Colleen and Bradley show. I'm the Bradley. That's the Holly. Colleen will be back with us next week. Holly. Bradley. Holly. Bradley. It's time for Hollywood. Oh, I got that What's, here. Oh, what? A okay, because okay. I have a question that's okay. appropriate to. What the heck is going on over at the HBO slash Discovery Plus slash Warner Brothers slash what's going on over there? Oh, it's a big old woof is what's going on over there. It is. You know, like yesterday, this has just been all over the place, of course, and we've known for a while that there was some stuff happening. Yesterday, we learned, though, or at least we talked about yesterday day before this week, that Batgirl is going bye bye. Without seeing the light of day, in fact. Yeah, and the fact that Warner Brothers had spent upwards of $90 million producing Batgirl. It was almost finished, the film in post-production. And then Warner Brothers said, no, 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 Batgirl. <laughs> yeah, Woo! you're not getting any Batgirl. And then we started to understand that perhaps that was as a result of some financial realities that are now facing uh, the entity that owns um that movie. Yeah. The entity that owns Batgirl is now Warner Brothers Discovery. There was a big merger that happened but a year ago, Bradley, between two mega media corporations. And so they're looking at rearranging the kitchen a little bit as a result of that merger. Yeah, they had to do some cost cutting and it seemed like they one of the places they were going to do it is with projects that they didn't feel very confident about. And by uh, all accounts behind the scenes, people felt like perhaps this Batgirl movie was not in a place to succeed and therefore should go bye-bye without seeing the light of day, day also because they could use it as a tax write-off as a loss, which would be, you know, $90 million tax write-off is probably not a bad thing. Huh, yeah. Except and unless you are the actor, actors, directors, um, production crew, everyone who's responsible for putting that movie out. Now, they all got paid, but don't you, when you generally do something creative, want the world to see it? You would think there's a lot of time, energy, and creativity that's put into making a movie. I mean, listen, anytime a movie gets made, period, no matter how good or how bad the end product is, there's a lot of talent and a lot of energy that goes into making a movie. The fact that a movie can get made, period, is quite frankly, oftentimes a miracle. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we are starting to hear from the creatives behind uh, this movie, Batgirl, Specifically, Leslie Grace, the star of Batgirl, 
Um, she was in The Heights, right? Yes. She was uh, in Lin- Lin-Manuel Miranda's The Heights movie. And uh, she said uh, for the first time following the news that the $90 million film she was a part of has gone away before ever showing its face. Um, and here's what she said. On the heels of the most recent news about our movie Batgirl, I am proud of the love. And I want you to do what Lori and Julia do so well. And we've heard for years, Hollywood speak this. Mm-hmm. On the heels of the recent news about our movie Batgirl, I am proud of the love, hard work, and intention all our incredible cast and tireless crew put into this film over seven months in Scotland. I feel blessed to have worked among uh, absolute greats and forged relationships for a lifetime in the process. To every Batgirl fan, thank you for the love and belief, allowing me to take on the cape and become, as Bab said best, my own damn hero. Hashtag Batgirl for life. Batgirl emoji. Mm. Do you have any uh, thoughts on her statement? The Hollywood speak on that from Leslie Grace is, I'm upset that I put a lot of time and energy into this movie that I thought was going to make me a star. I'm glad I made some connections. I'm going to uh, get the Batgirl fan base all riled up and have them go after Warner Brothers Discovery. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. I want to give it to you. Hey. That's all I have. Oh, thank you. That was supposed to be a ding. I'll take it. I fully agree, but I also think you. The, the thing you notice there is she doesn't criticize anybody. No, because she's a working actor in Hollywood and would like to remain so. And yes. with a behemoth like uh, Warner Brothers Discovery or Warner Discover Warner Discovery, what's the new thing called? Warner Discovery. Wait, I, now I'm having a I brain know. fart. It's okay. The, the <laughs> new media giant that Warner is, Brothers Discovery. Okay. There it is. All right, so Warner. Give Bo- myself a day. Warner Brothers Discovery, and then next year it'll be five names. Anyway, <laughs> she doesn't want to. You know, understandable. She doesn't want to burn any bridges. But you can imagine just the intense agony she must feel as yeah. the. You know, here is a woman who is going to also do something that we haven't seen on the big screen. You know, uh, a character like this as a woman, and not only a woman, but a woman of color, um, like trailblazing movie, it could have been for that alone, right? Much less just the creative work that she put in. Right. And her statement, Leslie Grace's statement about Batgirl getting canned, very intelligent that she's really going to the fans. She's thanking them specifically because Mm. if we know anything Mm. about the internet, Mm. fandom moves Mm. mountains sometimes. Especially when uh, sponsored by a troll army. But that's Zack Snyder and a whole different story that they were able to come up with a hundred and some odd million dollars to make a movie happen out of nothing. But I will say that her announcement, again, we're just talking about the fallout from this Batgirl going away. And I know you think to yourself, well, this seems like kind of a minor deal. It sucks for her and it sucks for everyone involved that they are not going to get to see the light of day. But I'm telling you, this is so much in Hollywood agree, I imagine. And she'll tell us this was so much. This is just a tiny part of a much bigger story that's happening. Um, I did also just want to let you know that her statement came hours after the directors both released their own statement and just, you know, doubled down on the fact that it was surprising. It was shocking. It came out of nowhere. And they, too, would hope that, um, you know, the fate of this film would be different. I said, though, that this is a small part, perhaps maybe the most visible small part of this much larger story, because we also learned that they were shelving Scoob. Scoob. A, a Scoob movie? Yeah. The a Scooby-Doo thing? The sequel to Scoob. Uh, sorry. Uh, the, the animated film that came out during the pandemic over on HBO Max featuring the voice of one Zac Efron. Oh. Oh. 
I know. I don't know how I missed that movie. Probably well, because we it's, didn't see him. Because it's animated. You don't get yeah. the visual there. Yeah. But yes, the Scoob holiday sequel, that also got the can. Now, Bradley, you could say uh, that the cancellation of these movies over at Warner Brothers is the Black Canary in the Cold Mine. <laughs> I get it, Black Canary. She's a DC character. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, no, I see what you did there. What you're saying is that this is but an indication of things to come because there's a much larger conversation about what's going to happen between two of the streaming, well, no, one streaming behemoth and another streaming like mm, I don't want to say lead weight, although I am I find myself to be a fancier of Discovery Plus, but there is a future in doubt for HBO Max and Discovery Plus. Because they're now owned by the same people. They're now owned by the same people. And Bradley, there's a lot of internet scuttlebutt going around the past 24 hours about the fate of HBO Max. And quite frankly, Bradley, I'm very concerned. As a person who loves HBO Max, is my favorite streaming service. They're cleaning house over there in ways that are it's making me uncomfortable. So what specifically is making you uncomfortable? Well, they're getting rid of of streaming exclusive movies over at HBO Max. And oh. in fact, HBO Max has quietly removed six Warner Brothers streaming exclusive movies, including the movie The Witches, starring Anne Hathaway and Octavia Spencer. Also, they got rid of the movie An American Pickle, starring Seth Rogen, among others. So they're slowly getting rid of their original content catalog. Also, there are reports that HBO Max is doing belt tightening by laying off about 70% of their Holy. development staff. Wow. And those are the people that find development staff in Hollywood are the folks who find the projects that will eventually get produced and that we eventually get to see. Well, and this merger already killed off CNN's streaming venture, right? Oh, yeah. CNN Plus lasted for a week and then they can that. And a bunch of people lost their jobs, had shows ready to go, were already you know about to air, and yeah. they just went bye-bye. So... This is this is going to affect all sorts of things that people probably don't even realize. So I, I do have a question, though, a finer point yes. that I would like to make. Um, why would you remove streaming exclusives that are already done? Like, I don't. What, how does that benefit you financially? That, Bradley, is a question of Hollywood accounting that I can't answer for okay. you. But they're definitely leaning in a direction that, quite frankly, Bradley, I don't really like because it was just announced. I talked about this at the top of the hour. Dirt alert. That Chip and Joanna Gaines' Magnolia content is migrating to HBO Max. Which is interesting because that would have lived before on Discovery+. Plus. Right. They have yet to decide what they're going to do with these two streaming platforms. You don't know if HBO Max will be a tile on Discovery+, Plus, vice versa, or if they'll create some new streaming platform that combines both. I will say the good news is this is, not to call it an embarrassment of riches, but there's a ton of content, so it's just a matter of, I would imagine if you work over at HBO Max right now, you're scared because you think that there's a chance this merger will lead to the destruction of the brand of HBO Max, which I think has created for itself a very specific idea of elevated, um, good quality content, yeah. right? original mm-hmm. content, whereas, yeah. you know, Discovery Plus I love and have been currently binging Homestead Rescues, uh, or Homestead Rescue for like the last four seasons over the last few days. Um, That's not the same brand. That's not the same audience. 
that's not the same cachet, I would imagine, if you're a content creator as HBO Max. No, and the HBO brand has, to your point, a lot of cachet, Bradley, that's been developed over decades. HBO started in the early 80s. And Prestige TV, you could make the argument that it started with HBO's original programming. Now, there is a difference before we go to break. Just pointing it out, there's a difference between HBO shows and Max Originals. Yeah. And it's the Max Originals that people are scared are going to be pulled off of the streaming service or we're not going to get additional seasons of those shows. And some of those shows include the Gossip Girl reboot, Minx, and just like that, the Sex and the City continuation, Doom Patrol, Harley Quinn. So these are the shows that are Max Originals. When you're watching HBO Max, it will prompt you and tell you as such. But those are all the shows right now their future is in question on whether or not Warner Brothers Discovery wants to even bother with that stuff anymore. Yeah, it's it's going to be a roller coaster for a while. So strap in. The future of streaming is yet to be decided. And we are living through. I don't know what you would even call this, because I don't think we know where we're headed yet, because I don't know. We know like people are not done cord cutting yet. So the full audience for streaming is still not there and until that happens i don't i think it's going to be a lot of twists and turns yeah get some dramamine and a barf bag yeah cuz we're in for a ride but also check out homestead rescue <laughs> if you want to find out how people and their homesteads are failing and how this family comes and saves the day it's it's just a nice feel good show with like canning and and um farming Okay, great. When we come back, Holly, uh, are you going to be doing the Dirt Alert today? I sure am. Wow. All right. Holly's got all the latest from Hollywood right here on My Talk 1071. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show. And here with all the latest from Hollywood, it's Holly Roberts. Hello, Holly. Hi, Bradley. Long time no see. We- I know. It's been years. Yeah. Seconds. Seconds. Right now. We're looking at each other. Uh, we're going to start in New York City. New York City. Europe. Um, that's Pace Picani sauce. Uh, the View has named two new permanent co-hosts of the daytime talk show program. Anna Navarro and Alyssa Farah Griffin have both been named as permanent co-hosts of The View. Oh, that's good to know. So they they now have allowed two conservative voices on the show. Yes, because Anna Navarro. Uh, is it? Did you say Anna Navarro? Yeah, Anna Navarro and Alyssa Farah Griffin. Why did I think she had three names? But anyway, you could be right, and I'm just. Thinking of Anna Nicole Smith. Oh my God! Wow, now that I would be. I <laughs> am old and. <laughs> oh my goodness! Now Anna Nicole Smith being a panelist on The View, unfortunately, that can't happen because she has moved on to another dimension. But Bradley, yes, to your point. I'm an old man. I hate everything but Matlock. Ooh, done now. Colleen and Bradley are old. Hi. Hi. Uh, well, good for them. Yeah. More voices. Better for all of us. Yeah. Now, Alyssa Farrah Griffin was announced a couple of weeks ago as she uh, worked on the uh, campaign, the communications of one Mr. President 45. Oh, yes. And uh, Ana Navarro, a conservative CNN contributor. Now, they both appeared on The View for years as contributors and guest co-hosts. Now, they're joining Whoopi Goldberg, Sarah Haynes, Joy Behar and Sonny, Sonny Huston. As co-hosts on The View. You know, now that I think about it, it sounds like they've got, uh, they actually do have a diversity of voices in a way that, you know, I mean, each each of those women has their own diverse opinions. However, I think when you're thinking of, like, points of view, see what I mean? <laughs> the, uh, this, this seems to me like a more balanced approach than we've seen in the past. 
Yeah, that and was... by balance, I mean often imbalanced because they're throwing, you know, verbal punches at one oh another. Oh, boy. Now, that was Barbara Walters' original intention with the show. If you watch the intro for The View from back in the 90s, paraphrasing here, but Barbara Walters was like, I wanted to get different views and different women together to talk about them. Is she like Catherine Hepburn all of a sudden? I don't know. I can't do oh, a good Barbara yeah. Walters. I'm Barbara Walters. Barbara Walters. Okay. <laughs> no, sorry. We're if she had just got back from the dentist, maybe. <laughs> this is Barbara Walters after getting a root canal. So, um, Ana Navarro. <laughs> Barbara Walters on a root canal. Oh, don't mind the tool in the blood. <laughs> okay, we're self-amused. Okay, uh, so Ana Navarro is only going to be at the table mm, not every day because she's still working with CNN. Uh, but she began as a contributor all the way back in 2013. Now, the Hollywood speak on that is that there were stories, gossip stories about Ana Navarro being upset that she wasn't named a co-host on The View. So it seems perhaps her people did some negotiations Negotiations and rearranging of the kitchen for her. You know, good. For, I, I'm glad that she was able to do that. She's one of those people that she definitely brings like uh, a strong opinion to the table and is not willing or is not afraid to share it. And I think uh, this is not a personal judgment other than to say, I think from a programming standpoint, that's exactly what you want. Absolutely. You yeah. want people with strong views, sharing them yeah. and being engaged. You can be engaged with it, whether you like it or you hate it. Doesn't matter. You're still engaged. Yeah. Let's talk about Chrissy Teigen Bradley. Oh, yeah. She popped up in the headlines again recently. Yeah. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend are expecting a baby. Oh, oh. congratulations to the happy couple. Celebrity babies. Now, Chrissy Teigen shared uh, the announcement on Instagram yesterday with a series of photos. Uh, she is, a, to use a phrase, I suppose, in this case, showing off her baby bump. She's mm. wearing some see-through underwear that costs oh. her about $500. Oh. Okay, that is the dumbest thing I ever heard. Why would you spend $500 on see-through underwear? See-through. I'll give it to you for free. Thank you. See-through Gucci underwear she's wearing. But, uh, you know, she oh is God. sharing that. Good I, news? I need to come up with $500 see-through underwear. It's like charging you for nothing. Yeah. Like a window. Why do we pay for windows, man? There's nothing. I'm just kidding. When you open them, there's nothing there. What? Are you paying for the air? No, I'm kidding. No, Mike. Well, don't give anybody any ideas, (laughs) okay? Uh, But yes, the news comes after uh, the loss of their child, Jack, back in October Mm. of 2020. And uh, she's uh, pushing through those emotions. And so it's come, you know, she's She's had some struggles. Yeah, she's experiencing the gamut of human emotions with this, but congratulations. She also has talked about her sobriety recently. I know that. I did think about her the other day when I saw this headline, or it was probably probably yesterday. Um, and I thought to myself, huh, I wonder if, cause I don't follow her on the Twitters anymore. Like I, I went through like, and, and, uh, unfollowed a bunch of people for no other reason that I was trying to just lower the amount of voices in my head. Yeah. You have to curate your social media experience. And, um, so I, I haven't gotten a lot of, uh, I haven't, seen what she's still doing on Twitter. And I thought, oh, I wonder if she's still like out and about on the Twitters like she used to be. You know, Bradley, I, th- I know she took some time off. I think I also unfollowed Chrissy Teigen at one point, so I haven't really been uh, caught up with her lately. Although I will say that she has some delightful robes for sale over on her oh. website. She always knew how to sell stuff. She sold seashells down by the seashore. <laughs> no, she always... Uh, knew a way to, you know, sell things. She was really good at it. And then there was a controversy and then not so good, but good for her. I'm glad and I'm happy for the family. If they were in my size, I would consider buying it. (laughs) Oh, what about the see-through panties? Uh, no, because what's the point in that? I don't think so. If you're not buying... I mean, just take the panties off. They're not there. (laughs) (laughs) What's the point? I mean, I'm at the... 
let's be real, Bradley. I'm at the age where I'm on a six pack of Fruit of the Looms and I'm like, that's good enough. Just hike them up to your shoulders. Please. Those things have like a w- long. Yeah, there's a long torso situation. Yeah. You have to you have to figure out your pants proportions. But other than that, what I'm saying I is I don't care about Half of our body them. image issues growing up before the invention of spandex and your pants and other garment items was just that we had clothes that never fit us. Yeah. Like that was half of our body issues. And the fabric was itchy. Yeah. And the tags we were got uncomfortable in the way. and it didn't fit us because there was no spandex. Now it's like, "Oh, I look good in these jeans." Mm. Everybody looks good in jeans with spandex cuz it Shows off your natural curves. Ooh. Camilla Cabello begins her journey on The Voice with a not-so-secret admirer. Ooh. Ooh. Like, for real? Well, I mean, Carson Daly came up with some magazines and said that Blake Shelton was admiring Camilla Cabello. I mean, it's all, the, it's all the stuff for the show. <laughs> so it's fine. Okay, great. I'm not going to watch that. Hey, Holly, thank <laughs> you for all the latest from Hollywood. When we come back, will you do some blind items? Of course. Fabulous. Bye. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show. We're going to put some blind items together. My friend Donna's here. It's fun. You'll enjoy it. I promise. Hi. Should we do some blind items, Holly? Oh, yeah. Okay, girl. Let's do it. Holly always brings us the good ones. Uh, You know, these are curated for your celebrity gossip solving pleasure. And Donna, thank you so much for joining us this Aww. afternoon. You're She's welcome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Donna Valentine from the Donna Steve and Steve Experience. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Donna plays blind items on her own and often texts Colleen and Bradley the answers. <laughs> yeah. So it's like you might as well just get on the mic yeah. and solve them with We're us like, anyway. Get in the studio. You're right. You're right. It's a little different when you're actually on the spot in the studio. Yeah. Because there's like a tension. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then you've got people yelling back at you. Correct. When you're wrong. And you're like, mm-hmm. oh, okay. <laughs> let's solve this. All right, let's one. start. It looks like bots don't buy records because <sighs> this former A plus list actor released a record two weeks ago with a permanent oh. A list legend and has sold about 13,000 copies in <gasps> those two weeks. You know who this is. Wait, do I? Yeah, you totally do. Okay, so a, the some... key words here are bot, bot, former. A-list. Mm-hmm. Did you say former A-list? Former A-plus list yeah, actor. Yeah, former A-plus and bots. Think about it. So mm-hmm. an actor who recorded with a legend. Yes, a legend. A rock and roll legend. This person is famous for playing the guitar. Okay. And he was in headlines and there were bots. The actor. Yeah, sorry. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Uh, okay, so the Actor is also a singer. Yeah, he likes. He thinks he's like, yeah, I'm so good, I can sing too. I'm rock and roll. I'm rock and roll, baby. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it like a former A plus? Because they're not really working a lot these days. Yeah. Kiefer Sutherland. And his polka uh, record. Uh, no, no, no. Think about like he was formered intentionally because of his personal behavior that we all got to know intimately over the past couple of months you got this girl i don't think i do kevin spacey no Uh, so who did we spend a lot of time talking about recently a lot like daily yeah you guys were like on it 
before we were, I think. Yeah. We only talked about, we bandwagoned on this story because it was just a little too much sometimes. It was really dark. Yeah. Day in and day out. Keep hinting. What? Keep giving me some hints. I've given you all of the hints. Give me person (laughs) hints. Uh, former A plus list actor <laughs> former, who's like, I'm yeah. so good, I can sing too, and I didn't do any of the things that person said I did. No, and that person's a lying liar who lies. Yeah, and I like wearing bandanas. Yeah. Oh, okay, Johnny Depp. Yes, queen. <laughs> it was yes, bandanas, wasn't it, Donna? Yeah, I, just, I had a thing for a second. Okay, so it was Johnny Depp. Who did he record with? A rock and roll guitarist, Donna. Yeah, I don't, oh, I don't know oh the... Jeff Beck yeah. or somebody like there you that? Go. Okay. Yeah. Oh, wow. That was tough. I had a uh, a roadblock. Well, because remember, like, he, like, you know, left the courtroom and was like, I'm going on tour. Yes. And did, like, his Goodwill tour yes, over in I the UK. Yes, I so much of that. Yes. Oh, my gosh. 13,000. That's embarrassing. That is. And, and the whole thing for the listener, well, fill in the blanks, house. Okay. So it looks like bots don't buy records because Johnny Depp released a record two weeks ago with Jeff Beck, and it sold about 13,000 copies in those two weeks. Mm. So the bot thing is like there was all this concern that he he or somebody connected with him or somewhere somebody was marshalling the forces of the internet through bots to make Amber Heard look like a hot mess more than yes. perhaps she already was. Okay. So I get it now. Okay. You mm-hmm. know, even though he's only, let's say, sold 13,000 records, did you see his artwork? No. He sold out within, like, really? no time. He did a debut um, art exhibit okay. or auction online. Every piece sold out. That and he doesn't... Made millions of dollars that doesn't surprise me because it's like an instant investment right like johnny depp whether it's good good or bad oh was it good it was very good yes i'll have to check it out do you want to do another blind item i do you suddenly you put a a nickel in her and she's all of a sudden got all the johnny depp details (laughs) i know i follow him (laughs) all right bradley and donna solve this celebrity gossip mystery the only way this foreign-born a-list singer could get her significant other to move in with her was for the singer to buy a house for them Meanwhile, he isn't giving up his main residence, so this should work out great. And that's M-A-I-N, not M-A-I-N-E. Yes, that is correct. Thank you for the <laughs> My banger home. <laughs> My not- banger. <laughs> Hardly knew her. city in Maine. I understand. Okay. <laughs> Shout out to Stephen King. Hey-o. Okay. And for- Rocco's been doing a lot of the, uh, I don't even know her lately on your show. Like mm-hmm. Gladiator. Right. Yeah. He's been doing a lot of double entendres. Okay, so this is a foreign-born A-list singer, and then I got a little lost by the uh, significant other. Yeah, so the here, we'll do it again. The only way this foreign-born A-list singer could get her significant other to move in with her was for the singer to buy the house for them. Now, meanwhile, the significant other isn't giving up his main residence, his primary residence, so this should work out great. Go ahead. Adele. Yes! yes! Oh, oh. Yeah. You know, like, so there have been a lot of blind items. We don't um, we don't know for sure where this is coming from, but I will say that NT has been pretty consistent in terms of saying that these two were either on their way out or that um, she's having to do a lot of convincing or vice versa. Something is not right yeah. between these two. But we've not really seen that play out you in know, the media? No. Here's the thing. I feel like in a relationship, yeah. it's a little bit of a red flag if somebody loves <laughs> one person more than it's reciprocated. Oh yeah. You ha- there's like a there's like a trial period. 
And if if the other person doesn't catch up by whatever that period is over, right. then, then yeah, it's not looking good. Well, then one person's the always going to be miserable. Yeah. Well, at least one person. It could be both. But yeah. let's hope for these two. Now, I will say stay tuned to the rest of the show because we're going to talk about the mortgage she took out. Oh, did you see that story? No. So she took, that was the story today. There's a big uh, she took out a big mortgage and everybody's like, why would Adele take out a mortgage? It's rich people stuff. Yeah. Spoiler yeah. alert. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'll stay tuned. Okay. Oh, oh thank great. you. Yeah. So you want to so do another blind? I'm a big fan. Yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> why are we talking? I don't know. Hi. Celebrity gossip mystery. Now, this one's a little salacious for you, and it has been revealed. Dun, dun, dun. Meaning we know who this is about. It's no coincidence that this A-list actor rarely got much good work for a decade and then started sleeping with producers and landed a movie that everyone's been discussing all summer. Oh, I'm confused on this one. Somebody is... Tom Cruise? No, we're not sure how you came up with that one. Uh, Because it's a movie that people have been talking about. This movie's not out yet? Uh, This movie came out in June. Oh. It got oh. a lot of press. Oh. Now, I don't know if it really did well at the box office. I feel oh. like there was a lot of hype, and maybe it was a middling hit at best. Are we looking at a, for a lady person? Not a lady person. A man person. And you said June, so it's not nope. It is not nope. Nope. Uh, nope on nope. Uh, Brad Pitt's movie's not out yet. No, it's not Bullet Train. Uh, okay, so what else got a lot of bu- uh, buzz? Booze, I almost said. Is there like a superhero um, movie? No, this is uh, not a superhero movie. What else was not a superhero mm, movie? In that the came summertime? out people were like... Yeah, and you know what? It, it did all right. I, oh, 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 oh. Now, what, who are we looking for, though? Or like, what's the thing? The lead character. Who didn't work for 10 years a lot. Yeah. And then all of a sudden... Oh, oh, Nick Cage. Okay. Was the is the no Nick Cage just goes to the fishmonger. He's fine. <laughs> it's another blind item. <laughs> I it's really gross. Okay. It's it involves so fish lips. Um, <laughs> Holly. Yes. Is the person in question a male? Correct. Okay. Remember. When Does I asked this about movie? The... What you? I just said. Remember, I asked about the lady person. Oh, because the lady. Yeah. <laughs> I was too busy over here trying to I think know. in my own head, Donna. I'm I don't have time sorry. to be in yours. I hate it when we fight. <sighs> okay. Is it Jurassic Park? Chris Pratt? Oh. No, I thought you were at it. Oh, shoot. This person too. plays the title character in a movie that came out this last June. And looking at the box office numbers, I'm thinking it's considered a moderate hit. Title role. You know the title role. Oh. 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 No. How about um lots of press. They Can't, really okay. push this one. Somebody who didn't work for a while. So who are some of those main We're not talking about like a person who's super old. No, this person is not old at all. And quite frankly, it seemed like he was being positioned as being Hollywood's oh, next okay. hot thing. All right. Panda just saved the day. Miles Teller. No. <laughs> but you're closer than we've been. Oh, really? Think of someone that Lori would just love to meet in person. Oh, gosh. Uh, Channing Tatum. No, an actor who played a role that was Uh, iconic. A person who is like, you know, Prince Money long after their death. Is that who we're talking about? No, not Prince. No. Uh, 
the other prince, the king, actually. Yes. Elvis, Austin Butler. Oh, Austin Butler. Thank you, Panda. He's very young. Oh, well, he's in his 30s. Yeah. Yeah, okay. So, right, so Austin, but it's no coincidence that T-Lawyer says that Austin Butler rarely got much good work for a decade and then started sleeping with producers and landed a movie that everyone's been discussing all summer. Wow. Hey, That's you know, shady. I don't know. Shady, I said. Um, also, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe they like each other. I don't know. Sometimes maybe, sparks you know. happen. At yeah, the and then, you know, yeah. Is it always wrong? <laughs> no, he, he, he got all shook up. As long as it's up. consensual. Listen, he's, he's <laughs> he got good. All shook up. Yeah, he was in the Heartbreak Hotel. <laughs> but did he? What like, a hound dog! Huh? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's he, a good I thing mean, he wasn't wearing his blue suede. He did. It looks like he did a great job. So at least there's that. I I still haven't seen that. I need to sit down and watch that. I I have such a hard time sitting down to watch a movie anymore, Don. I know. I do too. Because it's summer and we're busy. I know. We're watching TV. We're solving celebrity (laughs) gossip mysteries. Right, guys. Thank you, Donna, for solving these pop culture mysteries in the form of blind items. When we come back, no mo, JoJo. What are we talking about, JoJo? See what her mom is still talking about, Candace Cameron Bure. Are we this? You guys, it needs to stop, and we'll make it stop when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Thank you, Father Time. Actually, I got a beef with Father Time that we'll talk about later in the show, courtesy of a story Holly's going to tell us. Time is literally faster than you think. But, actually, I know I was going to tell you about JoJo with the Bobo and the conversation that won't stop being told. Told. Oh, no, no. But first, yeah. we have breaking news. What? Oh, my what? God. What? What do we we have? missed a headline. Where? Oh my God! Klondike looking at bringing back Choco Taco. Taco. <laughs> Let me try again. Hold breaking on. news! Hold on, breaking hold news! On. Klondike is looking to bring back the Choco Taco after consumer uproar, and they might do it in the coming years. The coming years. <laughs> I know, but seriously, did we not see this coming? You guys, they stole the Choco Taco and we were like, can we talk about this? Because we love the Choco Taco and I really want them to bring it back. And also, I kind of feel like they took it from us because then they thought they could bring it back and they would get a lot of attention. And look, not but few days later. Exactly. I'm totally wearing my tinfoil hat and the tinfoil came from my Choco Taco wrapper. So they're going to bring it back, but in the coming years. At this point, what? So, uh, what, what, what? Look, yesterday, uh, some Klondike officials, I just love the idea of like, I'm an official from Klondike. Do you think they have a badge? <laughs> yes, yeah, like, hello, I'm uh, Bruce McCracken, and I am a Klondike official. I'm here to let you know that we might bring back this treat in the coming years. Quote, we know this is disappointing. We've heard from our fans, and we're hoping to bring back this favorite treat to ice cream trucks in the coming years. Stop that it. Is the, the, that is the Rude. saddest, weakest attempt at a like, oh, sure, we'll bring back your thing that we just stole from you and try to look philanthropic in the process. Uh. No, you stole it and you're still stealing it. It's a dumb ice cream treat. You can bring it back now. Yeah. You have the machines. It's ice cream. It's chocolate. It's a crispy, yummy wafer mm-hmm. with a little bit of nut sprinkled on top. Mm-hmm. Give us our damn Choco Tacos. Yeah. I do like that there's a scroll when you Google Choco Tacos, RIP with emojis and ice cream. 
tacos. <laughs> also, Bradley, there is a delightful recipe that I ran into. How to make oh. your own Choco Are you tacos. Kidding? You can make your own? Using stroke waffles. Oh, the stroke waffle. The delightful Dutch cookie. Yeah. That's waffles with caramel in the middle. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so okay you look, take that and like get it hot, bend it, stick some ice cream, dip it in chocolate, bam, 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 boom. Yeah, I bet somebody did it on the TikToks. Yeah, but that's a bunch of labor, and it's I want Klondike to do that. That's the whole point. You outsource it, and then they bring the Choco Taco to you. And I know there's going to be some fancy local ice cream places, and by the way, please send us your homemade versions of Choco Tacos to the station. 3415 University Avenue. Yeah, St. Paul. Depends on if uh, whether you do the west or the southeast, I think. Uh, University Avenue West, because if you're west, then the address is in St. Paul. Oh, but then if it's the southeast or it's yeah. just plain. It's yeah, because we do that Minneapolis. thing. Minneapolis, St. Paul. Yeah. Minneapolis. Uh, anyway, bring it to us. Uh, we'll eat it. But yeah. the whole beauty, the whole reason, the whole thing about the Chaco Taco is that you can walk in to a fast food, or not a fast food establishment, a convenience establishment, and get a Choco Taco when you got a hankering. You don't need to go to someplace special and go, are they open right now? Because that fancy ice cream place has probably got special hours, which is why they're special, and we love them. But still, I'm just saying, bring back the dumb Choco Taco, and don't tease us with, oh, we've heard your complaints. We've heard your sorrow. We will maybe bring it back in the next couple of years. Thanks a lot. That is not a promise or a delivery still. No. It was worthy of breaking news. Thank you, Bradley. Yeah, I was going to say, fine, we love artisan ice cream. Some of our best friends are artisan ice cream. But the pleasure and the joy of a a Choco Taco is you roll into the gas station and you can pick one up. Or you roll up to your ice cream truck and you have to make the important decision on whether or not you get a Choco Taco, an ice cream sandwich, or a Sonic the Hedgehog with googly eye gum, uh, bubble gum eyes. Yeah, I love the screwball. What's that? The screwball, that was my favorite as a child, which should tell you everything you need to know about me as a child. Uh, It's like just a sugar bomb. A screwball is a plastic cup in the shape of like a whiff not a whiffle like a badminton what do they call that a shuttlecock you know it's like a plastic shuttlecock and they would fill it with this hot pink sherbetty kind of substance that had a gumball at the bottom hmm. i think I never heard of this but i see it now and, and it it's... just texturally is so fascinating in the mouth mm-hmm. and loved it as a child but it's pure sugar and that was my favorite however Speaking of ice cream trucks, really quickly to just circle the square or whatever, put a T on the cross, just to finish the story. Yep. (laughs) Klondike says they're bringing back the Choco Taco maybe in the coming years, but notice that they said uh, the following, we've heard our fans and we're hoping to bring this favorite treat back to ice cream trucks in coming years, not... Convenience stores. Well, that's not grocery stores. That's also not my mouth because I don't know about you. The last thing I want to do is interact with an ice cream truck, mostly because that sound coming through the neighborhood drives me up a wall. Oh, but don't you get tempted when you hear the siren song of the ice cream truck that you want to get your loose change and bowl out of the house and get a delicious treat? No, oddly. I want to run in the opposite direction because that noise then is in your head for the next six months. Okay, anyway, Choco Taco might be coming back. Fingers crossed. Probably not. We need to make more noise. We'll do it with uh, (laughs) some pop culture anyway. On the other side of this, right here on My Talk 1071.